You're listening to Business in Bloom, a podcast for creatives and a home to honest conversations about the ups and downs of running your own business. I'm your host and creative business coach, Anna Dunleavy, and we'll explore topics on self-belief, creativity, and what it means to run a business on your own terms. Hello, and welcome back to episode 88. My guest for today is Kat, who is a writer and content creator currently working for Happy Fall magazine. And I've invited Kat to chat to me today because one of the topics that's not really explored on this podcast enough is choosing to work for another company and being employed and why running your own business isn't always the right choice. Um, So it's a conversation that isn't really talked often about, I think, Um, and especially in the sphere of small businesses, I think it's kind of a conversation that we steer away from. So I chat to Kat about her decision to move away from her business and knowing when that's the right choice for you. All right, let's jump straight in. Hi Kat, thank you so much for joining me today. Um, Why don't you start with just telling us a little bit about yourself? Of course, thank you for having me. So my name is Kat Nichols and I'm a content creator and strategist at Happy Fall. And Happy Fall is a mental health and well-being company that runs different online directories where you can find mental health and professionals like therapists and coaches and hypnotherapists and things like that and they also run a magazine called happy fall which is a mental health lifestyle magazine and yeah what I do for work really is create lots of content for them whether that's writing articles for the magazine helping with pages on the website making videos supporting with social media and things like that and yeah that's what I'm doing at the moment that sounds amazing and sounds quite varied actually it sounds like you've got kind of lots of different strands to your work which what I personally would find quite exciting I think definitely and it's got more varied the more I've worked there I've been there for I actually celebrated my 10-year anniversary in December so uh, it's the role's definitely progressed and changed and expanded which is really fun that's amazing. So you say you've celebrated your 10 years with the company. Um, do you want to tell us a little bit about your kind of background and, and what your careers looked like up, and, up until now? And, and yeah, how did you kind of get into this line of work, I guess, as well? Yeah, so I graduated uni with a degree in media writing. So writing for the media was always something I wanted to do. I then graduated during a recession, (laughs) so I fell into retail for quite a few years. Um, I thought I wanted to be a fashion writer, so I found a fashion website and started working for them. Quite quickly realized that wasn't the industry for me, and that's when I found Happy Fall and they advertising for a writer, so I thought I could write about this. Mental health is something I struggled with in my younger years, and I thought, you know, I've actually got something to say on this. This could be a really impactful line of work. So I joined them. And then about five years ago, I started a new blog. So throughout all of this, after I graduated uni, I started blogging. So I've been blogging on sharing my life online since 2008. Um, And then, yeah, I started a brand new blog in 2017 called Blue Jay of Happiness. And quite quickly, I realized I didn't want it to just be a blog. I wanted to turn it into a business, into a platform for something else. And I kind of evolved it into a coaching business, supporting people with confidence and self-worth and self-belief. But I was finding it really stressful balancing that on the side of a full-time job. 
So I decided to step down as manager at Happyful because I'd gotten to management position by then. And I went part time. So I started working four days a week so that I had one day to really focus on my business. And my ultimate goal was really to start reducing days more and more and to do Blue Jay of Happiness full time and have that as my business. That was my plan. But then in 2022, I made the decision to close down that business. And I've actually since gone back full time um, employment at Happy Fall. Um, yeah, so it's been a bit of a roller coaster. <laughs> yeah, it has been. It sounds like yeah, you've been on quite a journey in terms of kind of finding, you know, initially the industry that you wanted to work in and then obviously progressing from that and then exploring other options. So obviously going from kind of being, you know, employed to then exploring how you can make that work with uh, your own business. So a, a second a second job essentially <laughs> um mm, yeah. and, and then and then kind of in some way going full circle and, and moving back to being fully employed again what was that decision process like and what prompted that decision to move back to working at happy Fall full time well the first time I really thought about wanting to quit my business was in 2020 which probably isn't that surprising there's a lot going on in 2020 and I really I burnt out in terms of my business. I was fine in my day job, but when it came to doing anything to do with my business, I really was struggling and I needed needed to stop. And I kind of said to myself, I want to quit. I want to give this up. I don't want to do it anymore. But I remember my partner saying to me, like, you don't have to quit. You could just hit pause. Mm. And that's what I decided to do. So I took a bit of a hiatus. I took a few months off. And I just remember feeling a lot of grief and anguish about this decision to quit and I realized I wasn't ready to let it go the break really helped it helped me kind of get my mental health back on track and kind of come back from that sense of burnout and I came back with a new iteration of Blue Jay of Happiness kind of letting go of the coaching side of things and deciding to do workshops and courses and things like that then I caught COVID a few times and in the start of 2022 I was recovering from my second bout And I was really struggling with joint pain and fatigue. And I kind of was feeling that sense of burnout again. So I thought, well, it helped last time to take a break. So I'm going to do it again. So I took a break in, I think it was May, yeah, May of last year. And then I came back to Blue Jay, but I was still feeling a sense of resistance. I was working on my first course at the time. And every time I came to work on it, I just really felt I did not want to do it. So I decided to kind of give myself permission to explore the idea of letting it go and stopping. And I realized there were three areas around that that I really needed to think about. And the first was prioritizing my health and my joy. And I realized that actually taking this break, that was what was making me feel more healthy. My fatigue lifted when I took the break. I also went on a big family holiday to Arizona. And I don't know if it was just being around family, being in a lovely hot climate, being out of the country for the first time since COVID, all of those things made me feel better. My fatigue lifted, my joint pain was starting to ease. I was able to exercise more, which was really helping. And I just felt really joyful. So that was one area. The next area was fulfillment. And that was something I always, that kind of kept me stuck with Blue Jay because I was like, that's that's the thing that fulfills me. This is my business. This is what I want to do. But I really examined it and realized, actually, I can find that sense of fulfillment elsewhere. I am feeling that fulfillment when I work at Happy Fall because I write about a lot of the similar topics that I was talking about at Blue Jay. 
and also volunteering, which I think we're going to chat about a little bit later. But yeah. that was really, really important for, for fulfillment for me. Um, and then the final area was really finances. And I think that's something that needs to be mentioned. <laughs> I tried really hard to build this business up. I worked on it for five years on the side of a day job. And I never got it financially anywhere near honest where I needed it to be. And I was at a stage of my life, I'm 36 now, I'm turning 37 in a couple of weeks. I want to do things with my life. I want to be able to buy a house with my partner. I want us to, you know, get married one day, do all of these things. And I was feeling really stuck financially because it wasn't working with my business financially. And I realized that for me, what's going to make most financial sense is going back to work full time so that I had this money to start putting into my future. So yeah, all of those things came together. And I talked to a friend who had also been through something similar. She had a coaching business and she decided to let it go and go back to employment. And she said to me, you can always come back to it if you want. And that was such a permission slip to me. I was like, oh, okay. I don't have to say, no, I'm quitting it forever. I'm never going to do anything like this again. I don't have to be so black and white about it. I can say, you know what, this isn't for me right now but leave it open-ended. And that felt like a permission slip. And when I heard that, I just felt a real immense sense of relief. And that's kind of how I knew it was the right thing for me. I felt relief. I felt really at peace with this decision. And unlike the first time in 2020, I wasn't feeling grief about it. I wasn't feeling anguish. I actually didn't cry at all throughout the whole process of letting it go. And obviously this is super personal, so other people might experience it differently. But for me, that was just how I knew that actually this is the right decision for me. Yeah, there's so many kind of layers and, and things that you've mentioned there from the well-being side of things. And, and obviously that actually really being a priority or, or I don't want to say should be a priority, but, you know, it actually perhaps we don't always put enough em- emphasis on on our own well-being and how maybe running a second, you know, having a, a, a business and and working alongside another job how much that's impacting us actually um and maybe that's something that we can uh, kind of unpack a little bit I suppose how are you feeling now having moved back to full-time employment and having we just spoke just before we kind of hit record you, you said you know you have your Fridays off you have kind of condensed hours in the week which means that you get a three-day weekend essentially how are you feeling in yourself I guess and in terms of your own well-being how has that impacted you feeling honestly better than I expected I was worried that I was going to feel a lot of regret and a lot of you know upset about it but I felt better as I said in my health wise like I'm really thankful that I've gotten kind of the support I needed to feel better physically Um, I'm doing a lot more exercise that is working for me as I said the fatigue lifted so I was able to do that exercise which has really helped and having the space the headspace to be able to do that and the physical space of a three-day weekend now I work full-time hours in four days and yes it's longer days and it means the start of my week is usually quite intense Monday to Thursday but then I have three whole days to kind of do whatever feels good to me and that is working for me it's not it doesn't work for everybody um, but for me it's definitely working and it's the headspace for me that really makes a difference not thinking about all the time because I'm sure anyone listening who has their own business will probably resonate with this it is hard to switch off from and you can set up boundaries around it and you can 
say to yourself, like, I'm not going to use social media all the time for my marketing. I'm not going to constantly be on there. But it's still, for me anyway, it was always in the back of my mind. When I wasn't at my day job, I was thinking about Blue Jay and there was very little room for anything else. Yeah. Now it's, I'm able to go to work. I'm able to stop working. I, that's it. I don't have to think about it anymore. Um, yeah. And I can spend my weekends doing whatever. And yeah, for me, that is has been very beneficial for my well-being. Yeah, and I think I think, and I've been guilty of this uh, on this podcast a hundred percent that I have. We've talked about being self-employed and that being, you know, this great thing, <laughs> but actually, it doesn't always work for us. It doesn't always, or, or perhaps each side has its own benefits. Let's put it that way. There is no, you know, one's better than the other. And I think sometimes perhaps I've been guilty of potentially leaning towards, you know, running your own business is the better choice when actually that isn't always the case. And I think that's a message that I think I, I've actually been hearing from, even from kind of clients I've worked with as well, that who have decided to go back into full-time employment, who have said similar to you that actually their weekends are their own now they're they're not thinking about you know what kind of content do I need to be creating Mm -hmm. what is it that I need to be doing to push and market the business because obviously as you know most people who work for themselves will know that we have to put a lot of time and effort into marketing uh, as a small business and I think that takes up a lot of time physically but it also takes up a lot of that headspace that you talk about um, in terms of yeah, really kind of being on our mind a lot of the time, even when we are technically switching off and and potentially, you know, having the weekend off. So yeah, I think there's a lot to be said about, you know, picking and making a choice that is right for you in this moment and this kind of season of life that you're in now, rather than sticking to something that potentially isn't actually serving you um, in the way that perhaps you'd hoped. Yeah, it's a, it's a conversation that I think perhaps isn't isn't kind of visited often enough I think yeah yeah I, I would agree and I, I do think working for yourself is a great option for a lot of people and for some people as well it's the only option I know there are some people that because of childcare issues you know working for themselves is the better option for chronic health conditions mental health conditions means that employment is not a safe space for them so Mm -hmm. I really appreciate that and I really understand for a lot of people self-employment is the way to go and being able to be employed is somewhat of a privilege for some people but I I think for the problem for me was I saw it as self-employment was the only option for freedom and fulfillment and it was the only way I was going to find those things but yeah. when I took that break, I realized what freedom was for me and freedom was having that headspace and financial freedom was actually working somewhere where I could earn more than what I was earning in my business. And again, that's very kind of specific to my circumstances. And I could find the fulfillment that self-employment was promising through the work that I was doing and through that and a combination of that and volunteering. And and while sometimes, you know, you think if you're working for somebody else's company you're working for their dream yes that's true but I think personally I'm quite lucky that I really passionately believe in the mission that the company I work for has and it aligns with my own which I know is also quite rare but I think there is also something to be said about just working to earn money and then you can then go off and live your life and that's fine and that's also totally okay (laughs) No, absolutely. And I think it's something that I've talked about with my husband before, actually, about, 
you know, doing jobs that do allow us to do that, where you go for the purpose. Obviously, you know, I'm not saying that that's the only purpose, but for for the purpose of earning money so that you can then go and do the things that you want to do. You talked about, you know, buying a house or getting married in the future or traveling, whatever it might be, however Mm -hmm. that looks like. Yeah, I think there's something to be said about that. And, And also going back to kind of the the purely kind of from a financial point of view I know that there's been since 2020 and maybe probably in the between 2021 and 2022 I've seen a lot of self-employed people move into employment not because necessarily they were forced to but because they chose to do it because you know perhaps actually they realized that it did work better for them um, in, in certain aspects. And having that stability of, of knowing exactly how much you're bringing in each month can't be underestimated, I, you know. And I think the COVID years showed us how, you know, things can be quite volatile, particularly when you do run your own business. Of course, a job is never guaranteed for life, but there is a sense of stability in a sense because you you do know how much you're going to be bringing in each month and and again that does a lot for our own well-being and that yeah sense of safety I think I guess also definitely and yeah I agree I've I've been seeing some people in the circles because I obviously have quite a few people who run their own businesses that I follow online and I've I've started to see more of them kind of letting go of it and returning to full-time and and I think what you said about COVID years is definitely important because I think that has massively impacted us to realizing life is short and we need to do what works for us and for some people that means they have you know they have quit their corporate jobs and they've like set up their own business and then for Mm -hmm. other people it's realizing actually I've been trying this for a while and it's not working this is actually what's right for me so it's never that one is better than the other it's just about people realizing I want to prioritize what I really want from life and what is going to give that to me and figuring that out and that's seeing people making quite big shifts I think yeah and and going back to what you said earlier as well about that kind of permission slip of you can stop for now this doesn't mean it's the end and and Mm. in say 10 years time when your circumstances change you might think actually I want to explore working for myself again and that's the thing that nothing is ever final (laughs) it's you know and our circumstances and needs change throughout our life so so yeah so going back to kind of the statement I guess that you know neither is better or worse it's just whatever is kind of more suitable in this space in this time for us is um yeah something we need to kind of perhaps pay attention to definitely it's it's this idea that nothing is set in stone and that really helped me make the decision because yeah we're all dynamic in our values and our our wants and our goals in life change all the time and we just have to tune into that every now and then and think actually is what I'm doing still working for me in that way or do I need to try something else so yeah it's about tuning in yeah yeah I think that's probably (laughs) above all the kind of message just I think we can get kind of almost stuck in a in one way of doing things and working for yourself isn't always yeah isn't always the kind of the better choice in in that moment so I wanted to kind of talk about you talked about kind of job satisfaction and you also talked about volunteering and that's something you do alongside your job what does that look like and and what does it kind of add to that work-life balance but also yeah that satisfaction as well yeah so I work for Beats which is an eating disorder charity 
Um, and I have kind of two volunteer roles with them. One is working within their shared program. So this is a program where young people with eating disorders can email a mentor, somebody who has experienced an eating disorder and has gone through recovery and is on the other side. And for me, I, I struggled with an eating disorder in my teen years and I've recovered. So I was a mentor and I was emailing with young people who were struggling, supporting them on kind of a six month to a year basis to be their mentor for that time. And just being a listening ear as somebody who has gone through it and really understands um, and supporting them in that way. I did that for a couple of years and now I am a quality and consistency volunteer. So I do spot checks. So I read some of the emails sent by the young people and the volunteers just to check that the volunteers are kind of supporting in the best way that they can and giving them feedback on that. Because it is a difficult role, it is tough. We do get great training with BEAT, but it can be hard sometimes to know if you're saying the right thing to these young people or not. So my role now is to really support them with that and to give them many pointers with that. Um, and I'm also a media volunteer. So I speak to newspapers. I recently got interviewed by a radio station about living with an eating disorder and just being able to share some things on that. And yeah, I started that when I first took my break in, um, I think it was in 2020, because I wanted something to do. It was during COVID. I had a bit more free time. I was, I was like, I want to do something with this. And yeah, I've been doing it for kind of two, three years now. And it's been really, really instrumental into me realizing what fulfillment is for me, because part of the reason I started Blue Jay of Happiness was to use the lessons that I'd learned in my own recovery to support others. And back then it wasn't necessarily for those with eating disorders. It was more general. But now I feel like I get to do both of those things. I get to support those who actually are going through eating disorders um, and helping people to help them. And also at Happyful, a lot of my writing and the content that we create is about self-belief. It's about confidence. It's about mental health and wellness and how you can find the support you need. So I feel like I'm fulfilling those purposes that I had through that. And volunteering has definitely been an important part of that. And I, I think it's something that people should try if they're struggling to feel that sense of fulfillment or purpose. Maybe they're in a corporate job, they're employed, but they're not scratching that itch that they have. This is a good way to maybe explore it and seeing if you can find it through there. Um, and yeah, I love it. <laughs> yeah, I think that speaks to um, certainly my tendency to want to, if, if there is something that you know I want to explore and I'm interested in, often that leads me down the rabbit hole of like, well, how can I turn this into a business? When actually that is very much, it's not sensible because there's only so much time we have and actually exploring that through uh, potentially volunteering and, and obviously doing good um, and supporting communities through that. It's definitely a kind of an avenue that perhaps, well, perhaps isn't or, or is, I don't know, isn't explored enough, I think. Yeah, I, I, I don't think it is. We I don't know too many other people that do this kind of thing, like personally, no, like exactly friends and it. things like yeah. that. And... <laughs> It's not to say we have to, it's not like a, you know, moral morality thing and we should all be doing this. It's it's more, it's an avenue that I think it'd be helpful for people to explore. And for example, for me, I spend two hours a week on it. That's what I do. Normally I do it on Fridays. Um, so after I record this, I'm going to take my laptop to my local cafe and I'll sit in there and I'll do two hours of volunteer work and that's it. 
Um, so it doesn't have to be a big commitment of time either. And it's just, yeah, it's just a really nice way to give back if that's something you want to explore. Yeah. I was going to ask actually in terms of the kind of the time commitment and, and two hours a week for something that, like you say, gives you that fulfillment, gives you that ability to do the work that you wanted to explore anyway. It's kind of feels like a win-win. Exactly. Yeah. And I'm, I'm very grateful that I do work in a company that has allowed me to have the flexibility of working four days. Mm-hmm. so that I do have that Friday free now to do that because then yeah. I still have Saturday and Sunday to do anything personally that I want um so it, it has worked out in a good way but there are there are ways you can make it work for you I think yeah and I think that's a good point actually in terms of finding a company that you talked about you know a company that you actually really share you share their values you share their kind of passion and and mission that they have for what they do and actually finding something that feels aligned and actually it's not always maybe possible but it's not always necessary but obviously you you were lucky enough to kind of find something like that and actually there are companies out there that will align with kind of what you want to do and your values so and will support you in the way that you want to work as well in terms of you know perhaps flexible working and stuff so yeah sometimes I think it's easy to make out the corporate world as as this you know big bad guy but actually that's not always the case yeah it, it, I mean I have got very lucky there's a reason I've been there for 10 years um, mm. I have gotten incredibly lucky with where I am but there but there are companies like that and I think I like to think some companies are waking up a bit more to this idea of flexible working um, and and allowing people to kind of pursue other things that are going to fulfill them as well like happy full have always been super super supportive of anything I've wanted to do whether it's volunteering work or we get you know we get two days of volunteering um that we can spend on volunteering a year they also were always very supportive of my blue jay work and were happy for me to step down as management so that I could focus more of my attention there they welcomed me back when I said I want to come back and do full time um Mm. so I have been lucky but there are companies like that out there it just might take a bit of shopping around and trying (laughs) (laughs) trying to emphasize exactly (laughs) yeah okay well it's been really lovely to chat to you I wonder if you have one tip that you could give your younger self what would that be oh yeah I think what I would say would be trust yourself I think self-trust is something I have developed um the older I get the more I develop it and I think that is what helped me really understand what was what was right and in this situation and developing that tool to be able to say not only that I trust myself but that I've I've kind of got my own back Mm. so that you know if this does end up to be like a wrong decision it's okay I'm still that's fine we can figure it out and we can work it out um so I I think I wish like past cat and younger cat had developed that a bit earlier it might have made certain things easier yeah self-trust is definitely a big thing that I would recommend to myself (laughs) Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Yeah, having your own back and yeah, just believing that whatever you choose or whatever path you choose to follow, you know, there is always space for kind of adjustment and adjusting the sales should you need it. Exactly. Thank you so much. Where can people find you? Yeah. Yeah. So I continue to share some of my personal writing because that's something I really loved when I had my blog. So I've continued that through a Substack, um, and that is contentactually.substack.com. And then I'm also on Instagram and TikTok, a little bit less frequently than I used to be, but I'm still there. And my handle is at content underscore cat underscore. 
Amazing. Yeah, actually, that's something that we didn't kind of touch on, but um, you choosing to kind of continue with your writing, because I, I know that obviously, you always wrote articles for Happy Fall, but mm. you are also quite active in terms of writing for your own uh, business. And so you've obviously, you, you found a way to kind of continue that um, and explore yeah. more personal writing. And I think that's really exciting as well, that Again, it's not necessarily closing the business doesn't mean you have to suddenly stop all of the things that you were doing that you enjoyed. There are ways of kind of almost repurposing yeah. the bits that you, you still wanted to kind of keep. Exactly. As I mentioned earlier, I've been sharing online since 2008. And that's, I probably, yeah. I just, I love it. I love being able to talk to people online and sharing, um, sharing things that can be helpful. And that was a big part of me. Another part of the decision really is to like, I can continue to do that. Because as much as I write for Happy Full, I can't necessarily go into the personal depths of things there. They, you know, Happy Full readers don't need to know that. But I want to share that somewhere. So creating a Substack was a way for me to not have to worry about me having my own website and my own blog to maintain because I found that quite stressful. It's its own platform and I can just release the pressure of having to create content and just create content whenever I want, which is kind of where the content actually became the name and content cat because it's a play on the words of being content and also Mm. creating content because that is what I really love to do I really love that that you know the taking the pressure off and just being creative for the sake of being creative as well and and choosing to continue to write yeah amazing thank you so much for your time today it's been lovely to chat no problem thanks for having me thank you so much for listening If you enjoyed this episode, I would be so grateful if you could share it with friends. And if you can, please consider leaving a review. I'll be seeing you soon.